Well, good day, good day, everybody. This is your good old friend, Uncle Boo, right here for some Borderline Texas Trash. Episode 89, baby. We getting close to that number 90, baby. This is your host with the most, baby, Uncle Boo, right here. The most recognizable voice in podcasting today, baby. From the E to the Z to the Zoo to the D. All right. It's uh, Steven here. It's your good old friend, Uncle Boo, guys. Sorry, uh, this is a little late. I usually do it on Friday, but this week has been a motherfucker. I mean, it's been good, but it's been busy as shit, so. <sighs> I'm just glad I'm back with my peeps. I'm glad I'm back with the BTT Nation, baby. Borderline Texas Trash Nation, baby. <clears throat> or you guys can be the BTT Mafia. That's what I'll start calling my crew, the BTT Mafia. Yeah, Borderline Texas Trash Mafia, baby. Like the sound of that. Well, like I said, I'm sorry this is late. I've been busy all week. Uh, Jackson's been going to have to go do his karate every day this week for the past two weeks. And he's doing his basketball stuff, too. And it gets pretty crazy. Uh, anyways, though, I was uh, last night he did his blue belt test. All that practicing and stuff finally pay, it paid off. He uh, did a two-hour test last night for his blue belt, and he freaking got it. So he is a blue belt now. He was the only, I'm proud of him. He was the only green belt that passed that went up to blue. So that's pretty awesome. I like that. So thank you, guys. <coughs> um, Yeah, but yeah, sorry I'm late, but hey, I'm here. And if you're listening to this, that means your ass made it through the fucking weekend. It's Saturday, baby. Mm. I'm glad it's over. How about y'all guys? I mean, like I said, it was busy. You know, we got uh, done with the test last night about close to 7.30. Got there a little bit after 5 and got out of there by 7.45. And uh, went by and got Stephanie. She was at Ashley's house. And then I went by. We showed uh, his Aunt Patty because he loves to show his belts when he gets them. So he's excited about it. And then I got some... uh. A little project I'm going to be doing with Jackson. He's going to be doing a, uh, going, talking about a, uh, um, uh, the planet Venus and a science project. And they want a, uh, you know, written thing about it and all this. And they want to, you know, you, you got to make the model and all that. So my job is me and Jackson's going to get together. We're going to do some research on Venus. We're going to print it out, and we're going to do a presentation, but I'm going to do it in the audio form, like the podcast form, and I'm going to do it on the uh, the, uh, the video form, too, so he'll have a display while he's doing it, too. So I, I'm, I'm pumped for it. I think it's going to be cool. So, yeah, but sorry I'm late, guys, but I'm back, baby. Whew. Like I said, it's been a week, and I'm glad the weekend's here. It's nice weather, nice weather, but shit, today's busy as hell. This is my second podcast today, guys. And it's only 11.15 in the morning. (coughs) And I still got to do cleaning and other stuff. And I still got one more podcast to do for my uh, sports show, but I might do that tomorrow and just make it a good long hour special and just talk about shit and run my mouth. So, that's that. Anyways, uh, glad you guys are here. I'll quit fucking mumbling and we'll get on with the show. I hope everybody's doing good. Just want to give a quick shout out to everybody who keeps listening to us or to me and um, downloading and subscribing and giving us five-star reviews and stuff. I appreciate it, guys. 
Uh, thank you, thank you very much. And remember, if you're listening to this right now on the YouTube channel, hit that like button, hit the click button for the uh, subscribe button so you can get the notifications every time I put something up. Uh, yeah, and that's uh, that's how we do that right there. So, with that being said, I guess we'll get on with the show and we'll start with our normal shit, guys. All right, today on Stupid News from Around the World. Uh, and I'm not lying when I tell you this first one, you're going to think I'm full of shit, but I'm not. A German prison uh, had a shutdown in the cafeteria and is on lockdown right now because of a massive mashed potato fight in the cafeteria. Yes, uh, full of grown women having a mashed potato fight. Yeah, a uh, fight broke out, and one girl, I guess they were two girls were spouting off at each other, and one tossed potatoes on the other one, and uh, she grabbed her plate and threw her whole food on it, and that just started a food fight from there, and there was mashed potatoes galore. It was freaking everywhere. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm for real, though. A big mashed potato fight broke out in a prison. Yeah, they had to shut the prison down, get guards in there. I mean, it was a big ordeal. Cause, and it was mashed potatoes. I mean, usually you in prison, you hear like, you know, fights where the people got stabbed and some people got, you know, stabbed and killed. Nope, not this one. It was a fucking mashed potato fight. But, I mean, they're cooked up in prison. They got to let some stress out somehow. So, hey, at least they didn't hurt anybody. But here's the kicker. The two girls that started it, even though they're in prison, they're still giving them fines because of the mess it made. So not only they're going to get more prison time, they're going to get uh, fines. And I'm going, okay, you're going to fine them, but they're in fucking prison, so how are they going to pay it? I don't get it. Ah, had to get a drink of some more caffeine. Oh, and excuse me if... Uh, I'm a little off today or anything. Number one, I'm trying a new uh, audio part on here. So if you don't like how the voice sounds, I won't do it again. I'll do go back to the old way next week. I'm just trying this out. And I've got a freaking bad sinus headache today. Uh, it's in my eyes and it's kicking my ace. Uh, all right, let's go to story number two. Uh, and Louis, a Louisville weatherman farts on air. I shit you not. Look it up. It's on the internet. It was all over tweet, 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 tweeter. <coughs> um, yeah, this guy's sitting there talking and he's walking and he stops and he goes, makes like a face and then you hear the, and then he just kind of, anyways, back over here and he just goes bebopping along. It's fucking hilarious, man. I shit you not. He farts on air. I mean, it's like, I don't know what he was thinking. He was walking, and then he just stops, and you see him make its face. And then, you know. Anyways, back over here for Thursday, it's going to be, I mean, and he just, but it was fucking weird. and It's funny as shit, though. God, it's hilarious. Yeah, but go check that out. Louis, uh, look up Louisville weatherman farting on air. And check this out. We have an Indian man, uh, India, an Iranian man broke the world record for the most spoons balanced on his body. Uh, the record was, uh, oh, oh yeah, 125. That's a lot of damn spoons if you think of it. Yeah, but he had them all over his body, like on the front, down his arms, down his back. Yeah, he'd stuck them on there somehow. 
I don't see why. I don't. This is what I don't get. They said balance. They ain't balancing them. They're stuck on them. When he takes, he's taking the pick. When he's sitting there with the pitcher, it looks like he's got armor on, but it's fucking spoons. Yeah, this is what I want to know. Who's? I mean, who sits around going, "I'm going to do something stupid and break a record"? I mean, who thinks of all these records? It's crazy, crazy. I tell you. Ah. Uh, okay. Now let's go to story number four. No, story number four, the Idaho man breaks record of what? Oh, oh okay. An Idaho man breaks record for uh, 43 records he broke in one year. Well, it's one guy, and I did some of his stories, some of his records he broke. But uh, in the uh, when COVID hit and everything was shut down, and he was shut down for a year. So that's what this guy did. There's 52 uh, weeks in a year. And so every week, pretty much, he did it for 43 weeks straight. Every week, he was breaking another record. Every week. So what he would do is, I guess, practice on it Monday through Thursday. And then uh, Friday or Saturday is when he'd call the genus. He would have it set up. And the Guinness Book of World Records would come in and, you know, watch him and see if he could break the record and so he that that's what he would do and he was i mean you got that much time on your hands fuck especially up north i live in texas and we didn't we had a shut excuse me we had a shutdown our schools shut down some of the businesses did but not a lot so we didn't get a full-blown shutdown like up north where they had everything was shut down businesses all sorts of shit so that much time on your hands you're going to get bored Okay, let's go to number five. Oh, this is pretty cool. The Canada truck drivers are on strike. Well, because a lot of the the corporations that are up there that are the in the trucking industry are doing the mandates for the vaccine. And these people are going, fuck you, we're not doing it. We're not taking it. So you know what they're doing? They're going on strike. They're not making any of their runs. They're getting in their 18-wheelers, and they're making a march to the Capitol. Of Canada, I believe. And I can't remember when they started out. But they're on their way there. I think they've... By the time you hear this, they've probably been there by, been there already. But listen to this shit, how big it is. Okay. There's a... It's a big old trucking caravan. Uh, they're all... These are all 18-wheelers. Like dump trucks. Uh, trucks to, you know, to pull, you know, the tractors that you pull stuff with. I mean, just any kind of 18-wheelers there. So, there was a lot. Okay, here we go. This, there was, they're all on strike. There's 50,000 trucks, and the line of trucks was 43 fucking miles long. Dude, and they said wherever they stopped was the, became the world's biggest truck stop because they had so many trucks there at one time. And it's crazy, man. Think of the fuel that they would have that when they go to fuel up they're gonna get i mean i don't blame them i would do it i think it's fucking awesome more people need to protest and that's i I don't mind protesting but do it in a peaceful way i've never understood the protest and where you gotta tear your neighborhood up because you're pissed (laughs) i mean all you're gonna do is make your own taxes go up a lot of the buildings aren't gonna get put back together you're gonna make it look more slummier so why do it why just peaceful protests still get the attention 
But you don't need to do all that to get the attention like these guys. They're not doing nothing instructive. They're just driving to the Capitol to make their point. We're not taking the fucking vaccine. And if you're going to make us, then we're not driving. So what are you going to do now? And that's what America needs to realize. I'm not going to get on my soapbox long, but y'all people need to realize wherever you live, not only in America, but anywhere you live, supplies gets to you by someone driving it there. How do you think our stores get stocked with stuff? How do you think these shoes get stocked? In? How do you think we get beer, steaks, all the stuff we enjoy at the store? An 18-wheeler driver brings it to that store. You know, and if they struck down and go strike, that's going to fuck a country up. That would really fuck America, you know, if they did that. Because you depend on your stuff to get there. And we, the 18-wheeling drivers are the backbone of this country. And I've always said it. So, there. Anyways, let's get to number... Tick-tock, tick-tock. Number six. A man robs a deli. Six times in a week, and on the sixth time, he got caught by a cop waiting in line. He was an off-duty cop, but he still got him and arrested him. I mean, number one, why you want to go rob something? Number two, do it in broad daylight. And then number three, you do it and get away with it once. Your dumb ass is like, yeah, see, I'm going to do it again. They're never, never going to catch me, copper. Yeah, see? So that's just stupid. That's stupid. Fuck. Well, criminals are stupid anyway. I mean, some are smart, but they all eventually get caught at the end. No matter how smart you are. You fuck up somehow. Yeah. Well, that is the end of our uh, stupid news, and it's been brought to us by Security Finance, guys. It is tax season time. <clears throat> and if you need your taxes done, go to Security Finance here in Mineral Wells, Texas, in the Brazos, shop, in the Brazos Shopping Mall. And... Go in there and ask for Carrie and tell them Uncle Boo sent you from Borderline, Texas Trash. Or you can use my uh, real name, Stephen Booth, but don't tell everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but hey. But it's tax season. Go get your taxes done, baby, at Security Finance. But I hope everybody's enjoying the show so far. Hope your Saturday's going great. I'm excited because this is my... First first weekend with some great weather in a while. Every week it's nice. And then during the weekend around here it gets shitty. Cold and windy or something. So this weekend's been great too. This weekend's going to be great. Anyways. Um, well, Uncle Dickie ain't going to stop by today. He's kind of busy. But he said he's going to catch up and have some good stuff for us next week. So... Cha-cha-cha. But I'm going to go over today. Uh, you know, I've been starting going over the Philly uh, crime family. Well, I'm going to go over the uh, first guy who was the first boss. Salvatore Sab Sabella. Salvatore Sabella. All right. Okay. Let's get it started in here. Okay. The first boss of the uh, Philly crime family was, like I said, Salvatore Sabella. Okay. Sa uh, Sabella was born in 
Castelmore del Golfe, Sicily. On, sorry if I butcher these names up. On July 7th, 1891, who became a uh, butcher's... who became a butcher's apprentice as a young boy. In 1905, he tried dealing with the... uh, He... Okay. In 1905, he got tired of dealing with the uh, butcher's violent outburst. 14-year-old Sabelia murdered him. In 1908, Sabelia was uh, convicted of the butcher's murder and and, uh, sent to prison in Malane, in Malane, Italy, for three years. At some point, either in prison or after his release, Sabella became an uh, illegal immigrant in 1912. Sabella arrived in Brooklyn, New York, and joined the uh, Salvatore della Quella crime, crime, uh, criminal organization, which consisted of many other Castellamarasa immigrants, during the next few years, mobsters and gossipy Trina uh, trained Sabalia for a future role in the organization. Like I said, sorry if I butcher a lot of these names up. They're Italian, and it's kind of kind of hard for me to pronounce a little there. All right, in 1919, Sabalia was sent to uh, Philly to build a Castellamera's uh, Sicilian criminal organization, basically another branch of the mob, of their, you know, branch. As a front, Sabania started an olive oil and cheese business and a soft drink cafe. However, his real occupation was to build a family and protect, excuse me, the protect its operation from other criminals. Salbania would uh, train future mob bosses like John Avenia and Angela Barona to run the family. In 1925, Salbania was a suspect in the murder of a rival mobster, Louis Laciente. On May 30th, 1927, Two rebellious members of the Philadelphia organization, Vincent Casilla and Joseph Zanga, were shot and killed on a Philadelphia street uh, corner. Zai's brother, Anthony, provided police with significant evidence to indict Salbania for the uh, murders. Salbania was acquitted, but the uh, Arthur's dis- the authorities discovered that he was an illegal alien. Towards the end of uh, 1927, Salbania was uh, deported to Sicily, and Avenia became active boss, the acting boss. After Salbania's deportation, the Castellamaris War erupted in New York between the Castellamaris. Faction led by the traditional mob boss Salvatio Maranzano and a uh, primarily Napoleon like figure led by Giuseppe Joe the Boss Masiera. The two sides would trade gangland slayings for several years. As a Castellamera's uh, immigrant, Sabania was aligned with 
Maria Maranzano in 1920, having returned to the United States, where Sabania tempor temporarily relocated to New York with nine gunmen to fight for Maranzano. On April the 15th of 1931, the war ended with the murder of Marciao, Marciao in uh, at this time Sabania returned to the returned to Philadelphia and resumed control of his family. And like I said now when I talk about these mob guys, a lot of these guys never fucking get to retire or anything. They usually get shot or get put in prison. This guy actually got to fucking retire. Here's what he did. In 1931, Sylvania was arrested for assault and battery with a uh, motor vehicle. That same year, at the age of 40, Sylvania retired from the organization, the organized crime, and permanently uh, passed control of the family to Aviano. The reasons for Sylvania's uh, retirement is unclear. The recent uh, courage of the Castlement War, or oh, the recent uh, cartridge, cart uh, the recent uh, damage left over from the Castellamera War may have uh, propped him to get out of to get out for his own safety, because there's a couple times he probably got close to ended up dying, you know, so yeah. Oh shoot. I went too far. <coughs> Where was I at? Okay, that same year. Okay. The uh, re okay. Sabania reportedly moved to uh, North Nori Norristown, Pennsylvania, where he worked as a butcher for many years in nineteen sixty two. Savaleto Sabania Sabella died of natural causes. See, and you don't get that much in the uh, mob. Usually, if you um, uh, or in the mob, you usually get out by prison or death. I mean, you don't really get to retire. You don't see that a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. I had to get a drink, fellas and ladies. <coughs> uh. But anyways, that's uh, part of that, that. That's done. And I'm sorry the show was so damn short today. I will make it better next week. It will be more juicy for. I won't be running near as much. So, yeah, guys. But I'm glad you came and stopped by and talked to me today. But I guess this is part of the show where I like to fucking ramble like an old man. God, you seen the latest Biden shit now? Now he's going to be sending troops to the Ukraine if that shit gets any worse with with Russia going to threatening to invade. Um, <clears throat> then, in a fucking press conference in front of fucking just everybody, a press guy asked a good question. And under his breath, you could hear him go, this stupid son of a bitch. Who's this old fuck? Stupid? Oh, my God. Look in the mirror, jack wagon, motherfucker. Jesus Christ, he's such a slap nuts. But this is how biased and uh dub in uh double standards our countries became. If Trump would have done that, oh my god, it would have been all over national news. Everybody would have been cussing him. But everybody's became a bunch of hypocrites and 
hypocrites, basically, and people with double standards. You know, I don't get it. It's okay for one guy, but not the other. You know, give me a fucking break. Double standard hypocrite bastards, bastards. But, yep. Oh, and uh, Ashley's birthday was this week. She celebrated the big old 29. So if you see Ash Handy around, tell her, happy birthday, you old snaggletooth. <laughs> but I'm going to get out of here, like I said. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, um, uh, iTunes. We uh, have a YouTube channel. Uh I'll check out our Instagram, check out our Facebook. Guys, I'm going to start trying to post more stuff all the time and get doing that more for my advertising. I've been slipping on it. But you guys are good. You guys, I love you to death, baby. You're the reason I like doing this podcast right here, baby, because I get to spread my love out to you people. Now, now listen, right now, here's what I want you to do, guys. I want you to put your hand on the speaker. I'll put your hand on your ear for your earphones. But either way, touch that speaker. I'm going to be sending some love out to you guys right now. I'm going to be sending my love to you. To you because I love you guys. You guys are the reason I do this. Can you feel that though? That's my heartbeat, baby. My heart's beating because I love doing my podcast. Oh, but you guys be good. Be real. I love you. Stay safe. Be good to each other. And we will see you fucking ass clowns later. Bye.